Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. So let's bring her out. A star attraction. The one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. Well, if you haven't heard already, my guest today, I'm so excited. This is one of my exciting, exciting. The Gaffigans. I'm not saying only the husband. I'm saying Jeannie. I'm going to actually say it. Jeannie and Jim Gaffigan are here. Oh, thank you. Jeannie and Jim Gaffigan. Jeannie Noth. Yes. That's correct pronunciation, too. That's amazing. Thank you. And Jim Gaffigan. That's, that's correct. Thank you, guys, so much. I love you sure. guys. And I, I, like, literally have so much I want to talk to you about. Oh. But I got it. All right. The thing that I love about you guys... All right. I feel like you are like Bill and Hillary of television. <laughs> so who's he sleeping with? Hillary. Uh, well, Bill with no libido. Great. Yeah. And Hillary. Do you okay. like Hillary? Do you like Hillary? I'm not saying that you're those people. I'm By saying way, you're a powerhouse. You're a powerhouse. 
that's that's great. So I really um, appreciate that. Thank you. I, I don't think people realize Jeannie's contribution to the Jim Gaffigan brand. And that's, that's why I wanted both. Now, I interviewed Jim at the 92nd Street Y, and that was, thank you for doing that. It was great. Um, but Jeannie, I don't think people know how accomplished you are. And I don't think they realize that Jim is not funny without you. Before right. he met you right. in the 90s, <laughs> when I, he used to work at the clubs, he sucked. He bombed right. every night. Right. He was all, I mean, he luckily he got, he did that Letterman set in 93. Right. right. Uh, but that was only because he was from Indiana. And that was it. Yeah. That was it. Yep. You came along. Yep. And his life. So first of all, I don't think people, everyone knows Jim Gaffigan. He's got 80 kids. He's the, it's like, you're like the nice Duggars. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but Jeannie, just so everyone knows, Jeannie is the eldest of like 12 children. How many? 10? Nine. Nine. Yeah. All right. I was close. The eldest of nine children. So right there, we got like balls. Yeah. I'm so afraid of saying like, God damn. I know you're very Catholic and I'm very Jewish, but. No, I have balls. It's true. All right. Good. Um. And I, I do think that we have a lot in common because I am a practicing Jew and you guys are practicing Catholics. Yeah. And I grew up next to Rosemary Antonelli, the Antonellis and the DeSavinos. And I, my mother would send mass cards and I went to church. I mean, like, I grew up in a Catholic Jewish neighborhood. I grew up in a Jewish neighborhood. You see? Yeah. Oh, God, Jeannie. But you're... You grew up in Ontario, correct? No, in Milwaukee. Oh, Milwaukee, yeah, right. But, but it, you I went to right near like, Ontario. A, a temple, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you grew up in Milwaukee. I'm sorry. I read something about Ontario. But you, um, you're the daughter of a TV and film critic and were surrounded by theater. Oh, my God. You did research about yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. So you were surrounded by performers and your father was a critic, which mm -hmm. God only was. Was he critical of you guys? Um, yeah. He but was. Yes, but um, it was really interesting to you know go to all the stuff he would review, and I was always like, "You got to be nicer." Right, and he right, was like, right. That's not my job. But did you ever say, "I don't agree with this this point you're making"? Like, did you read his reviews? Yeah. And did you ever say, "Dad, I don't think that's true"? Well, yeah, because I liked everything. Right. You know, I didn't see the nuances that he did. I right. wasn't as educated. I do didn't... you do you see them now? Yeah, I do, but I also think I also critique my dad because he's doing he's reviewing, you know, local uh, theater, which is great, right? As if it's a Broadway show, right? Hmm. But has that's very great. high standards. But and he did TV and film too. Yeah, you know, yeah, he yeah. Did, yeah, he did TV and film, but he also did theater, right? Which is my exposure to. So theater. was he beloved or hated? Uh, both, but he says that people now. Uh, come back to him and say, you know, you wrote something very specific about me in right. 1975, and it always stuck with me, and you it know, changed them for the better. Right. He has the good stories. When I did 25 Questions for a Jewish Mother, which is based on interviews with Jewish mothers, so that ran a long time, and it's actually going to be 10 years old next year, and people are want to book again. But anyway, we, when I did it for the first time, it was called God Doesn't Pay Rent Here, because one of the women who had lost her son, she was very religious, and she's like, she's, you know, she didn't internally believe, she had a new notion of God and, 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 you know, her privacy and what she was gonna share and being a part of this Orthodox community. And her last word was, you know, God may live here, but he doesn't pay the rent. Mm. 
and it stuck with me so much and that was the name of the show and when I did it in Seattle for the first time it became a completely different show the reviewer said you know her a lot of it was character work but her mother seems so hysterical and I don't understand why and so we wrote a monologue about my mother who lost her brother at you know she was 17 and he was 15 and he the doorman of a building he was playing in front grabbed his jacket was playing keep away he went to grab his jacket and the doorman pushed him and he fell back and hit his head on the marble floor and died right oh my God. and that monologue was added because of a critic because mm. it explained you know why she's hysterical and annoying but so lovable you know what I mean and so I don't read reviews but I feel like a good critic can really you know turn something around but do you read the reviews of the Jim Gaffigan show that should be the Jeannie Gaffigan show well well thank you but um you know and I'll address that in a minute too because I think that you know I'm saying Jim is I mean the Jim, vessel Jim's the Jim's vessel the vessel like I my <laughs> contribution to Jim's stand-up is you know peripheral to Jim's point of view like it's not right I you write in his voice right I write in his voice and I do I mean I do think I you know have a positive effect but Jim is Jim you know Jim is Jim but yeah. you know you uh, I just want to tell people uh you co-wrote uh a lot of Jim's you met because you lived on the same block mm-hmm who made the first move? Jim. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I was sure it was Jeannie. Huh. Really? Yeah. I was like, oh, she probably was like, hey, J you know, I always think of you as such a powerhouse. <laughs> and you. Um, I kind of did because I solicited uh, money from him for a, for a yeah, theater company I was doing. Date. On the first right. date, I brought a, brought a brochure for him. I love you. Like, and you yeah. did stand up for a while. Uh, yeah, barely. You tried it. Yeah, I tried you, it. You did sketch comedy. I did mostly sketch comedy. Yeah, I love that. And you were getting a master's degree at Marquette. Yeah. And you said, I can't, uh, all this academia, I can't, I want to just well, go Well, no, it's it. actually, I loved, I love school. Because you weren't going to be a director. Yeah, well, yeah. I, yeah, I just, I mean, I was really fascinated by right. that. And um, at a certain point, because I, you know, had done a lot of theater, like as an actor. Right. And at a certain point, I um, got an offer to do an internship at the Milwaukee Repertory Theater, right. and so it didn't really work with me doing what right. I was doing. So I went to do that, and I observed that they were importing the leads from New York, right? And realized, you know, I need to get out of here. I need to go to New York so I can come back to Milwaukee. Yeah, or if I want to go and do these kind right, of right, like, right. I want to, I want to, I want to do right instead. I of, don't want to be the intern, right? Hmm. So you created Shakespeare in the playground. You on the created playground, yeah. on. The, Oh, I wrote N, sorry. That's right. Shakespeare, and this is a group for kids. It was it was to bring Shakespeare to kids. I mean, you're so accomplished. Thank you. So you brought, you did the Shakespeare on the playground. Yes. And it's still... It's not still. Oh, I thought it because was still. Because the thing is, is that in Jim, order for it to shut be shut up. Still, he gets so <laughs> happy. No, it's not Judy. <laughs> I no, he's so angry right now. I'm telling I you. I can Why feel am I angry? angry. Yeah, Why I can, am I angry? I don't know. But he is looking at you with love. I swear to God. You're doing, you're doing another podcast. He wants, you know what? He is attracted to you right now. Yeah. No, I'm happy for. I'm happy when I Judy just want people to know. But all right, so you did. I, this. So I did it, and it was. There's a certain <laughs> point where it running a not for profit is a full time job. Right, you have to get money from people right. all the I time know, it's to ridiculous. keep it going. Right, and when especially when you don't have like a huge staff. Right, like I had like two people working right. for me, and they were like, "We need to get paid." 
Right. And what happened was is that, you know, we got married and things started to, uh, it was very close to, it was uh, shortly after 9 11. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Shortly after 9-11, the grant money was gone. Right, you know, of course. It was like, it, Everything it was, like was gone. You were asking yeah. people for money, and they I were like, uh, we need you, can we have your yeah. blood? We mm. need your blood. Like, but we, wait, so, okay. So uh, when you met Jim, did you know he was a stand-up? On the... I knew he was a stand-up. I didn't know his material. And how many times did you walk by each other on the block before Jim was like, hey? Like six. But he was how always like, How did you like, do hey. it? How did you, oh, you, he was? Yeah, he was always like, hey. And then yeah. what were you like? Ew. Hey. No, I was just like, hey. I mean, it was she like, was... it was like you know, it was the neighbor nod. Right. You know? So, but and... you had other intentions, James. A yes. couple times. I and... mean, I had met her once with her younger sister. Who was looking at colleges. She was a 16-year-old high school and student. Like, and don't even tell me that you were attracted to No, I well, wasn't. We look in alike. fact, right. I said to her sister, I go, wait a minute, how old are he you? He said to us, how old are you? And my sister answered 16. He said, see you guys later. Yeah, I was but like, I was like gonna... Because we looked alike. My sister had the same oh, haircut. So you thought uh, Jeannie uh, was like 17, 18. On our first date, I thought she was like 21. And I was like, So Look. you're still disgusting. No, <laughs> I'm not yeah. disgusting. No, How he, old were you? I was, he was 59. Like, yeah, All right, no, that's he was gross. Like, he was like yeah. 30, but he thought he was just kind of like... You know, we're different. Different. It, we're in different generations. I mean, it's like it, the whole point was you started that, that way. Hey, he I was, know we're in different generations. No, it was like because I like to take your clothes off. And I was doing, <laughs> yeah, cross but, no, but actually, he was. Um, he was so uh, funny. The, the when we had our first major exchange, like we because I let's talk about the first major. Exchange. Yeah. Who, first major. So what I happened? I said hi. I said hi. Okay. All right. Yeah. Then you go on the date, right? Yeah. Well, there was before that there was a thing. What? What was that? That was Well, because we had said hi and hi and hi and there had been this thing with my sister and we had a yeah. couple of, you know, you see people in your neighborhood for right. years. Right. Oh yeah. yeah. And you either nod at them or you ignore them. Right. And sometimes right? you nod at them and then you stop. You're like, "You know what? I'm tired of nodding." Yeah, right. Person. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you get it. Get you. Get so, who off. was tired of nodding? So, no one was tired of nodding. We literally like crashed into each other. Him on the way into the Korean deli. And I and was, oh my god! I it's was, like a movie. It was a movie. I was holding chocolate, and she had an open jar yeah, of a peanut, peanut butter. butter. Oh, that's amazing! So, that would um, be. Wait a minute. That's a commercial. that's a campaign. Mm-hmm. I know, idiot. Go. Um, <laughs> so, what happened is um, oh, he oh, said yeah. he said I said hi first right. this time. And he's kind of like has bad vision, so he. I but I didn't know that at the time. Is that why you said I look beautiful today? <laughs> go, ahead, go. Is that what it is? Yes. Yeah. So, um, and he's and I and then he said, "Where do I know you from?" And I thought that was pretty arrogant because I was like, "We, we, we pass each other all the time." Like, oh hey. my god! Did you know where you knew her from? No. Because okay, he, I'm done with and, you. And I'm now, done. We're and done. Now he now he claims that it was because he had bad vision. Oh right. I do have so bad I said, "What do you mean? Where you know me from?" I mean, I I, could, I was it was yeah. I was sick of it. You right. know, I was like I was just like, "Well, what do you mean? Where you know me from?" I'm like, "I'm not going to give you a high, and you're going to say, where do I know you?'" Right, from? right. So I said, "We pass each other all the time. We've had you know, we've exchanged. You know, you live on my block." Right. And I basically were you, were you bitchy? I, yeah, I said he I was would arrogant. say Conti, but you're here. So yeah. go ahead. No, yeah. I said. Um, I said he was arrogant. I said, I, I mean, Good. I said, and did you, that turn you on? Are you, said, are you that arrogant <laughs> that you don't know who I am and we've passed each other? Like, we live on the same block. And I, I laughed with a smirk. <laughs> <laughs> See, no, if, he, if you had said that to me, I'd be like, oh my God, I have to marry this person. He said, 
we know we're probably going to get married. That I was did. the first thing he said I to did. me. No way. Yeah. Yep. And were you half serious, half joking? And I said, ha. I said, so ha. That, all right. So you go yeah. on a date. But it was funny. All right. So you go on a date. Yeah. After sure. some stalking, yes. Okay. And then who makes the first move and how and where? He did. Where yeah. were you? On the corner between my apartment and the re- lunch restaurant. that We went to lunch. Okay. I finally agreed to that. And so... We went to lunch. Yeah. I brought the brochure, and I, I said, paid. listen, I have this not-for-profit company. Nice. You're a performer. You should yeah. volunteer. Well, because no, they, you, you also a had check. No, but I know, you, I said you should I know that there was a kid who was a little big and awkward, mm-hmm. and you thought Jim would be a good mentor. And he did. He wound up doing that. That's right. And that was it. That's when you fell in love with him. And that I mean, kid how kids is, is what? John Boehner. That's great. All right. So, <laughs> no, so he, I got a call. He was walking me home. Uh, yeah. I got a call because my sound guys were in Queens at a guitar center, because there only was a guitar center in Queens, right. by the way, yeah. at the time. Yeah. And they were trying to get an amplifier for a production we had, and they, I had paid for it. And they asked them to present the credit card. And they called me and they said, we don't have the credit card. And I said, they don't need the credit card. I gave them the number. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, give me the manager. So I start talking to the manager on the phone. And Jim's just standing there on the corner. And as I'm uh, t- talking to the so manager. So this is cell phone time. Yeah. This okay. Cell phone. And he, Large cell phone. Yeah. Yeah. This was 2000. Okay. This was an expensive so, phone call. Yeah. Like back when cell phones, you'd only yeah. use it if it was an emergency. Yeah. Right. It was probably a flip phone. Yeah. And so huh. he um, backed me up, was backing me up against a wall while I'm on the phone, yelling at a manager. And I'm like, all right, I, I'm like, I'll be right there. I'm like, I have to go to Queens. And I hang up, and Jim puts his arms, his two hands on the brick wall behind my head. Hot! Wraps me in. Hot! And I'm like, what are you doing? And he, go, and he says, a strong woman needs a strong man in her Oh life. my God, Jim! And kisses me on the lips. <laughs> Tongue? Tongue? That sounds like sexual. No tongue. That sounds like sexual. No, but I mean, that was really good. I couldn't meet him in the crotch, but I didn't. Wow. I took the kiss. And then did you know? Did you have butterflies or anything? I had butterflies. I did. did, Because it was so bold. I couldn't believe that. I couldn't believe it. Yeah, what happened? I had IBS at the time. (laughs) (laughs) You were shitting yourself. That is so cool. I elicit that reaction a lot of men. Yes. Okay. Okay. So here you are, and you and yeah. and Jim at this point is you know pretty successful. Now a lot of people don't know that Jim has a business background. Jim is you went to graduate from Georgetown yes. Business School after a year at Purdue, and uh, you know you're a son of bankers. Yes. So you could, did you grow up wealthy? I'd say uh, if it was a suburb of. New York. It would be. It would be very Scarsdale? middle class. No. Ardsley. I don't know. No, it would be. It would be. Uh, Nyack. I don't know. I don't know. Nyack's pretty that. wealthy. Nyack's uh, wealthy, right? So New like, Rochelle. New Rochelle. It's, that's no, good. Well, New Rochelle has like poor areas, right? Yeah. I would say no. It was. It was. But it's right next to Scarsdale. It was middle yeah. class. Like my dad would have been, like a banker. Like I don't know. I think about like money. Like. We also he went to Europe kids. as a child with six kids. Oh, forget family. it. You're you're Scarsdale. I hate you. So, <laughs> so but I mean, wait I a mean, let's be honest. Right. I'll, I and you care. went to private school I growing did. up. Did you I go did. to private school? No, I went to public. Right, because you had ten kids. Nine. I, I mean, nine. I'm whatever. I don't know why I'm obsessed with the ten. Um, <laughs> Duggars. I actually have to tell you something, Jeannie. I'm your older sister. All right, go ahead. So, <laughs> I don't believe it. Yeah, and so. I do you feel I feel as a comic yeah. who's known you forever. You used to 
I mean, this is so pathetic of my career. I, Jim and Her- Geraldo yeah. used to open for me. I mean, yeah. you guys. And I was in L.A., and I was on a sitcom, and then I got on another sitcom, and my ex, Sharon, you know, we decided we, you know, we were going to have children, and she got pregnant, and it was either stay in L.A. or New York. And I, I wanted my kids more than my career, yeah. obviously, to grow up in New York and not in L.A. And look at me. I'm on a fucking podcast. I make no money. And I got the Gaffigans with 12 kids here and a huge apartment. Go. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Jimmy yeah. just had his first appearance on David Letterman, right. which I didn't even know. Like, I wasn't in that world. Right. I wasn't in the, com- the comedy right, club right, world. Right, right, right. And uh, you were maybe starting to headline. Or were you headlining already? Yes, he started. Yeah. He was the great. He was lower. I'm obnoxious, so I would always headline. No. Shut up. But like, not this is like 2000. In not in New York. No, because really. I remember yeah. when you first got your first headline at Caroline. Yeah, when was that? Maybe it was 2000. in the early 2000s. Yeah. But that's was... the last time I headlined there. Go ahead. Go. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't feel like I was like, oh, this guy who's on TV, I'm going to date him. It was nothing like we that. We describe right? it like, as pre-Hot Pocket. It's pre-Hot, right. pre-hot, pre-hot, pre-hot Pocket. pocket. Ah, okay, so did TV. you both know, I mean, Jim's Catholic, but not as Catholic as you. <laughs> he was barely Catholic. Okay. Was, yeah. And was your family Catholic? You grew up Catholic. <laughs> yeah, was that more. Catholic thing a deal breaker, Jeannie? Uh, no, because I was, you know, dating guys who weren't Catholic. Did you I mean, ever date a Jew? Yeah. And did you ever well, think I, felt, I could marry a Jew? I felt, you know, very connected because there's you a lot of similarities. You should tell the story of your grandmother. Uh, well, my grandmother's Jewish. But I got, you know, sometimes I Yes, I knew it. I knew it. Ding, 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 ding. I believe, I believe that every, you can ask Lauren, if you go back, yeah. I'd say 95% of people will find a Jew. Yeah, at he's some part of the 5%. Because we had to Yeah, well, look testing. at him. Go. We have to get the testing because I have like <laughs> like some there's some you have kind a little of, yeah 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 you have to get tested. There's something you gotta get tested for the baby. Yeah. There's five diseases. Yeah. I have yeah, a carrier. No, I, have, I like, carry we have something. To uh-huh. to see and they Jim had to test any him. Jewish blood, and I'm like, and no, I no. wish. <laughs> well, you <laughs> went to business school, so that's he's yeah, he's Jewish. a big Jewophile though. He wanted yeah. he wanted the test to say there was one. So wait, yeah. your grandmother, whose mother? Dad. Dad's mother. Yeah. So that you know that we believe that your father is then Jewish. Yeah. Right, but I'm not. That's what, when right. I went to Israel, it backfired on me to have a Jewish grandmother because it was when, because it was like, I'm not, I'm not allowed you to be buried there. I betrayed my faith. Well, but here's, but it's didn't. really, it's but really it's, interesting. Here's well, what, it's My a grandmother story. was a very secular Jew though. She yeah, was know, very like, how, she what, wasn't but, Orthodox. Right. But what was her, where, when was she born? She was, Just so she I know. Was, she was born in uh, France in um, the you know early 1900s. Okay, gotcha. and she was um, probably she was a French married, Jew. Wow. Was Ger- then well Alsace Lorraine, so it was German French right. border. Grew up in was you know grew up in Italy, Germany, like the whole thing. <sighs> That's amazing. Yeah, and like... she, what my grandfather? Amazing I'm like this is my father's story. side. Who was a um, a writer in and a novelist in um, Germany? So your grandfather 
who, who is not, not Jewish. Jewish, but is probably Jewish since he's a writer and he's in Berlin. Go. Well, and wrote anti-Nazi huh. uh, propaganda. Was on Hitler's list. SS hit list. Oh, and my God, I love this. And then married right. a Jewish woman. Mm-hmm. And she, she had to go in hiding separately to him and escape Germany. Through uh, France and right. um, was on like on a you know assassins list right. because my grandfather was very vocal against the Nazis right and um, they were you know he was in big trouble because he published things against the Nazis mm. and I mean he was a jerk but he was, he was like he was, he was like a womanizing like book, man of the twenties his book, right he of wrote course a book when he was in his twenties called Berlin Tenement and it was used by the Nazi Party. To show the decay of the twenties in Germany. So, what? Yeah. So oh it was. Oh my God. You know how like the the Nazis rose because of the libertine movement of the. 20s, well, yeah. Right? If you if you and if you read more, they believed okay. We we need to eliminate these people because yes. we need this agriculture and we they wanted all their land back and they yeah. wanted to get rid of yeah so it's a, it's a yeah so go yeah. ahead so so his what was the name of the book he wrote Berlin Tenement okay it was yeah. called Berlin Tenement but whatever the German I know you just word said for that, that is I want. Okay. it was translated into English but okay. anyway I'm reading it what the, was his name uh, Ernst Erich Nolth okay Ernst yeah Ernst. Ernst. okay so then so she was Elena Fels Nolth okay and so anyway the 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 point is, is that they, she was separated. an opera singer. They get separated, but there's a great story here. But I'll just briefly. No, no, no. I love this. Okay, so she was in in the underground, right? So she was staying in some like uh, uh, church, right? Because there yeah. was actually Catholics who helped. Oh, there are Jews, so okay? many, so many. So she was staying in some church. You know, there was some monsignor, whoever, who was hiding her in the basement or whatever. And my grandfather Dominican. would sne- Dominican. Yeah who, uh, not Dominican Republic, but a Dominican order. Right. So yeah. the my grandmother would sneak in for conjugal visits. She had wow. two little boys. But, you know, it She was... already had kids? She had two little boys, yeah. And at the time. And so, anyway, in she turns sure. out... Isn't it funny how, like, he's hiding from the Nazis, but he needs to have sex? Huh. Like I mean, Jim. he was a dog. Huh? He was a dog. Okay. Like, I know about him, and he, like, had lots of, like, housekeepers and things right, like that. Right, right, right. So, anyway, my grandmother, I believe, an was opera posing singer. Yes. as an opera singer uh, and was posing, a, and a music teacher, and was posing as a housekeeper in this church situation. Right. Um, and um, came up pregnant, but was living with priests. Oh, so they no. had to get, they had to move her because right. she, before she started showing. So they moved her through the underground, and this was the Dominican order. With right? the and kids? So, with the two little yeah. boys through Paris. But what happened was is that she, because she was exposed to this Catholic thing, fell in love with the music of the Catholic faith. Did mm-hmm. not, you know, she, the, you know, she was doing a lot of music for the right. church. and, and organ, like yeah, yeah, yeah. So she wasn't, like, I'm not saying she was, like, a good Jew. Like, she was a part of a very secular Jewish, like, she was Jewish by her uh, identity. Genetics. And Genetics. Yeah. She wasn't like, you know, practicing Orthodox Judaism. Well, how can you do that in that time? I mean, like, they well, saved people, her. They saved her. Why wouldn't yeah. she but feel... I, think, but I'm not, I don't know if she was doing it as... Her dad's name is Dom. My, na- my, my dad's name is Dominic. He was right. born in the United oh, States, wow. but he, she was pregnant with him. Yeah. So, when she came to the United States, she started working with, like, you know, organs and this right. and that and doing a lot of the, you know, the Mozart and the, the Ode to Joy and all that right, stuff, right? Right, right, Yeah. And so, uh, you know, wound up, you know, being Catholic, which really gets me in trouble in uh, the in Israel. Because well, they're like, did she didn't go back to Judaism? Right. Well, you know, 
I studied music. I was a music major, and we did the Messiah. I mean, all that music. That was her very, thing. Yeah, and a lot of music was written f- was for the church and or the church. Yeah, I'm not saying asked. she's a good Catholic either. She liked the music. Right, so that yeah. that moved her. Yeah, that. But moved you her. have to. Do you, I hope you remind your kids that they have Jew in them. Oh, he does. I mean, right, he's so it. proud of it. He wanted. <laughs> um, it. He needed some. I some love that variety now, in his yeah. bloodline. Mm-hmm. Now, Jim. Yes. <laughs> That's why I oh. work with Judy. I oh, needed so variety in my variety. bloodline. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. So, uh, did you hear a voice in the background? Oh, I'll check heard... on that. Sorry, boss. Yeah. Who is so, that? Wait, isn't Some that feedback? Schmuck. Did you hear feedback? What? Some schmuck. All right. So, there's the you Jewish feel, coming. Jim. Yes. You f- uh, well, I just want to say, before I move over to the two of them, that I have read that Jeannie does feel, even because she is a performer, writer, creatively yeah. fulfilled. I as know. You know, because some people say, oh, you gave up your thing. But you really didn't. You're a producer. You're a writer. And you control Jim. Basically, (laughs) you wind him up. Right. So you have five children, which is unheard of at this. You know, if you had six, you could have the Brady Bunch redone. And, you know, I've incorporated my children. What are you eating? It's nicotine gum. You smoke? I did 10 years ago. He just likes the gum now. So you... Did the doctor say the nicotine gum is bad for you? I'm You're sure like it Obama. Is. Like, because Obama, like Obama, right? <laughs> you look like him, but he smokes. I'm Michelle then. Yeah, that's, I wrote yeah. that down. I swear to God. I'm like, I relate more to Jeannie Michelle. Jeannie equals Michelle Obama. Look at that. Oh my gosh. I thought I you were open with Hillary Clinton, and I'm like, am I supposed to say no, something here? No, 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 no. I just felt, I always felt like Hill and Bill had, and not, and I wasn't talking about that part of the, I thought they were, you know, both smart and, and she got the shaft, so it is very oh, yeah. similar. So uh-huh. anyway, I did. I wrote, you're like the Michelle Obama, because you know when he gets home, she is like, what are you doing? Yeah. In that voice. That's a good impression. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Maria! Um, <laughs> Honey child! I love her. I met her. Yeah. Like, if if they were Jewish, I would have been, what are you doing? So it wouldn't, you yeah, know, right. it's not, beca- you know. So, but we'll never have a Jewish president. Do you think we'll ever have a Jewish president? Yes. Do you think we'll ever have a female president? Absolutely. Yes. I think Hillary's going to be the next president. And and I think if Hillary is not the next president, I hope that uh, things happen where Bloomberg will be president. I love Bloomberg. I do, too. Yeah. And I was a little hesitant. I'm like, uh-oh, what if Judy hates Bloomberg? I love Bloomberg. I, I met Bloomberg. him many times. Now, yeah. uh, I have a lot of questions about you as a family. Now, I, yeah. um, I began talking about my family, uh, you know, I am a lesbian. I don't know if that offends you. Ew. No. Gross. No. Gross. So, and I, when I had Henry, well, my ex had Henry and then I adopted him and then I had Ben. Anyway, so, but when I had uh, had Henry, I, my act changed because I was a mom and I had all this great material about, you know, how we would go out, who's, oh, who's the mother? We both are. How is that possible? Uh-huh. You know, yeah. and just this one thing when I was carrying him right after he was born and the baby Bjorn and this woman was like, how old is he? I'm like six days. And she was like, oh my God, you look fabulous. And I said, thank you. <laughs> so, um, and then Sharon screamed at me. She was like, you know, outside waiting. And, um, <laughs> but it, it it's so like being a comic, you have to draw on your life experience. And right. so for me, I'm talking about being a gay parent, which I think was cutting edge um, at the time and also helped and hurt me 
which is fine. I don't care. I was never going to lie on stage, and I was mm-hmm. never. But at, at a certain point, Henry was like, do not call me Henry. We, I talked about this with Leah. Call me <laughs> Jerome. Let's watch. Yeah, 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 remember that? You have a joke on that. Yeah, so. yeah. I haven't done it in forever. So, um, and, and he, Ben, my little one, loves it. You know, you can say whatever you want about him. But I, I, do you get letters from people saying, you know, you're exploiting your kids or, I mean, because everyone has a, a friggin' opinion about, well, how, yeah. You know, that's a, a lot of people say, like, uh, you know, the short answer for what a lot of people say, why aren't you playing Jeannie Gaffigan in the show? A lot of people say that. Uh, yeah. Because I'm Jeannie Gaffigan, you know? And, right, but um, you're also the, have to, I mean, you're the, you're, well, also, my kids yeah. aren't playing my kids. You know, right, it's like right, right. a reality show. It's not right. the Dugers. You know, <laughs> it's, like, it's Duggars, not Dugars. I don't know. I, and Jim, it depends like, if you're I, in the North. And I don't think your kids are. You know, <laughs> it's it's around not Dugar. No, but it's uh, the Dugars. <laughs> the Dugars, but the kids are playing Duggar? with each other. Is it it's Dugger? Yeah. Okay. I don't but, know. I just uh, read it. I don't. It's one of those words. No, I know, but uh, but I read <laughs> I read people always ask you that. Always. No, no, no. I think there's something really interesting because we live in this exhibitionist right. and voyeuristic society. And so the balance of discussing your children in your act or even having a photo. I mean, our kids are young. Right. But, um, and you touched on it. It's like being a parent is my identity, right? right. So I'm not going to run away from. But that. he did for a while. But I did. I was very. I was very kind of like I don't want to post any photos of right, my right, kids. Right. But also, but even also, in the material, because it was like yeah. he remembers being a single guy, and yeah. the guys would get up and start talking about oh the kids and the wife, and he's like I can't relate to this guy. Right. So right. he didn't want to do that. Right. Of but course. But then there becomes a certain point where it's like this is my life. But I right. Do, but I he s- did it from his point of view yeah. like for yeah. me I, I mean it shouldn't be about me but I never wanted to be a gay comic like I never talked to I mean it's like I don't care it's like just it's a part it's who yeah. I you know but when it became my when I became a mom right. uh, you know uh, uh, here's my life and it's also you know you're a comic you're showing people that we are so traditional even though we live the most untraditional sort of life you know everything yeah. is there's no schedule that, you know, it, it's, it's, an, it's an, it's amazing. I think you're so relatable because of that. Yeah. I mean, I, well, thank you. But I think. Cause uh, of Jeannie. Yeah. Cause but Jeannie, Jeannie, you don't want to, do you want mom and dad to go? It's like Lucy and Ricky, but you, you know, but don't, does, I've, does it provide you more time with the kids that you are producer writer? No. Yeah. And I thought that would, would be the case, yeah. but here's the thing. First of all, let's just get this out of the way. We did this pilot for CBS. Yes, I there remember. There was not a chance that I was going to play Jeannie Gaffigan right. on the show. It was going to be like not. Wanda Gaffigan. You know, it was well, going to be a made-up... Right. It was going to be... Of course, it was a network. Be, yeah. It was going to be someone with like a million followers. You right, know, to right, play of it. course. They don't care about me. Right. Yeah. So there was not an option for me to play. We wrote the show originally that we were playing each other. Right. Like, yeah. you know, for a different that network. Right. Promise. That was the original pilot and a different network. But yeah. the point is, is that um, as I assumed that other role, I realized this is our life story. I can't uh. give this to someone else. Right. To, Jim mean, just looked at his watch and it pissed me off. Go. No, no. You know, I, that's got a, I, mean, I, I got an alert on it. Yeah, oh, so the right. Apple Watch <laughs> has made everyone look at their watch while you're talking, and it's like, do they, do I, they I not built in this root thing? I got this. I wear my father's watch. I have a wind-up. No, never. Go. Yeah. 
I'm right. never getting an Apple Watch. So, uh, yeah, but it, it's like people are like, you're like, am I boring you? Like, yeah. no, I just got a text. I'm like, I, why didn't Apple tell it's you? It's ruining you know, people's at the brains. Watch. Go. Yeah. So, um, anyway, the point is, is that <laughs> I... She just looks at her watch. Where my, this is like where I thrive is as a producer. Right. Like, that's just... Well, like, look at fun. you, Orc, you were the head of a nonprofit. I mean, you, it's very detail-oriented. It's so much work. You have to think of every minor detail. And yeah. you have five kids. Yeah, I think that if you do, if like I was like uh, acting in something, which is really fun and great, right. and also a lot of work, I'd like to be on someone else's show where they just give me everything. Right, too, right, right, right. Because it's like, I, I'm not... You know that's not what this is about. Right, right, right. This right. is this is the Jim Gaffigan show. Right. This is what, where my expertise is. Right. Here, I'm not auditioning to be on another person. Right, right, right. Okay. So, yeah, that's the story. So, and our kids' identities are not on the show. Like it's we have five kids, and they're just they're not even the same uh, genders. Right. So now, what are you gonna do when one of the kids is like, I don't want to be on TV. I don't. I can't do this. I don't want to go in the tr- uh, the the you know because they're going to get to an age right. where yeah. like because we I have a house at the Cape and Henry's like yeah. I want to stay with my I don't want to go you know they get to an age they where they yeah yeah they don't what want to do the bus get, tour right what are you going to do um go. I don't know I we're just going to figure it out we I, wing it I always yeah. figure I'll be dead by then so it doesn't yeah matter. he thinks he's got, he's always he going to die this this makes him not have to make any decisions yeah, yeah this little snarky comment thing you know what it's it's, it's a lot of fear. No, and but you know what? Do you have I, fear? Yeah, I have enormous amounts of fear. Really? Yeah, It's of manifested in anger. But you don't seem angry. Oh, he's so angry. I'm you are? Angry. What are you angry about? Because this is what the show's about. But I'll tell you what I'm angry about. I'm angry that, like, just entering a building to do a podcast, it's easier to get into Israel if you had a Palestinian last name. <laughs> it's like, I, I agree with that. You know that that um, you know. I understand the reason for it. I understand that this is this. Lo- I mean, this network. You know, it's a network. It's a news organization. Right. But I'm like, come on. It's just like. Well, it's also rather- at this point. You know, they they. I don't have an office here at CBS, yeah. so you know, I'll walk in and they're like, "Hi, Judy." And then I'm like, "Do I really have to show my ID again?" <laughs> yeah. And she's she's like. I just called you Judy, so no. But it took its take. Oh, I hope she doesn't get. Yeah, I have to. I had to show it. Anyway, um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, that. All right. So you have five kids. Yeah. And I have two. And I never thought that I would think that guns would be on my mind so much as they are now, having children. Yeah. And I remember. Yeah. I don't know. You went on the road. I went on the road. A lot of a lot of us. I mean, I wanted to be a comic, and I wanted to appeal to everyone. So I used to go on the road. And when I think back of driving at midnight in West Virginia, you know, I didn't have any protection. I didn't have a gun. And I know a lot of yeah. the girl comics who were, um, and I say girl because we were young, but the, the female comics who were, you know, from the Midwest, yeah. all had guns under their seat. Oh wow! And I never. I never did that, um, but it's such. Do, do you have a weapon? You have to have something no. in that no. van. No. Okay. No. no, no, no weapon, no car, nothing. But um, you know, I, I I I use cars as a weapon mentally. Yeah. Um, but so anyway, the point is, is that I, now I I don't know. I was, I'm <laughs> yeah. not funny. Okay. Um, I think you are. And, and so, oh, thank you. 
So I hear these things about these people going, getting randomly gunned down, and I do think all the time that, you know, it could be my kid. I think I, it all the time. I, I'm all like, the time. I'm like, yeah. I could get a call from the school saying, you know, randomly someone came in and opened fire. Right. And, yeah. and it's so. And I go there, like, fast forward, like, years of, um, oh my God, I'm so sorry your kid got shot. It goes, like, I have these what do flashes you say? of. What do you say? I mean, I think what if what are these people going through that they're just like, oh, by the way, your kid just like went to school and got shot. Like, I can't believe that 20 kids are shot in a classroom. Well, 18, whatever. Yeah. And we don't. What the fuck? And yet I asked Ben to go get Mucinex for me when I had a cold and they wouldn't give it to him because he was under 16. Mucinex. I have snot coming out of my and my kid can't get Mucinex because some asshole is making crack or whatever the fuck oh, they yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and but if he went to Pennsylvania, he could get a fucking gun. Yeah. You can make meth out of Mucinex? Oh, shut up, Lauren. No, but I because know that's going to be the next thing. Look what I made. Look what I made. All right, go. <laughs> you don't I know, know me. what you're saying, but uh, like, there's a lot of, uh, and there's a lot of these things as a parent. That you just like, oh, you know, we signed up for it, right? We signed but up. But this for was a... in part. But also, <clears throat> you know, I just lost my mother, so I'm in the. Do you have? Are you both? No, my parents are gone. Gone. I remember that from yeah. And you, it changes you when both of them are gone. Yeah, absolutely. And I feel like okay, now I'm in this club. But when you become a parent, you're in a whole different club. Um, and so. I think before I had kids, when something like this would happen, I'd be like, oh, that's so sad. But now oh, yeah, you totally. feel it so internally, like you feel for those parents. Like, it's fucking unbelievable. Absolutely. Absolutely. I hate it. It pisses me off. All right, so yeah. what else pisses you off? Jeannie, do you get pissed off a lot? Yeah, I am mad. Um, and this is going to seem really minor after mm-hmm. you talked about the gun thing. All right, go. But if you want something. <laughs> no, I want off. something. <laughs> I'm I don't mad. like the wrappers on candy things. bars. Yeah. Oh. Hey, I don't like the wrappers. They're crinkly. No, mm-hmm. this is what I'm, I'm angry about. Um, I'm angry that school starts so early in the morning. Oh, my God, me too. And I'm angry about homework. Oh. I'm angry you know about what? homework. Did, do, I don't remember doing this. Mu- I mean, <laughs> see, I I think you got to They got to do. We have an argument about this, but I mean, homework. I I never had to read. But like, they get assigned like four books and a, and a report over the summer. Yeah. You know, my yeah. kids and math. and math. They have and, a math review book. That yeah, they have but don't you think that like I, when you yeah, and though. I were growing up, yeah, that similar to the parenting thing of like, well, I'll see you at dinner. The school thing was kind of like. There was this transition to um, kind of like, yeah, yeah, here, here, it might be interesting if you read a book. And now they realize that none of us read the well, book. Right. Look, I don't mind the summer <laughs> exactly. thing. I don't mind them reading a book over the summer or doing, like, keeping in touch with their math, you know, right. review. I don't mind that. What I mind is, is that my first grader has homework. And I, by the way, I love the school. Sorry if anyone's listening. But it's, Maybe it's just because I have so many kids that my, but it's my all, house no. is like school at night. Oh, yeah. And it's like I have to work and I feel like I need time with them. And it's mm. like, can you imagine? Uh, my I, parents would never fucking. I mean, like, 
I went in my yeah. room. I did my home. No one ever said, no. do you need help and writing so that essay? so imagine this. This is my kid's day, okay? Yeah. Yeah. Let, let me say my, my oldest is 11, okay? Right. So I'm going to get the... You're going to start getting... No, no, she's going to start being like, I don't want to go here and I don't want to go there. Oh, no, no, go. I mean, I'm talking yeah. like term papers, right? Yeah. So it's 6 a.m. Yeah. Rise no at 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Have to be out of the house by 7 a.m. Right. Okay, with all the kids. Right. Um, and um, so imagine this. You rise at 6 a.m. Judy, you. I do get up. I have to make lunch. So you get up at 6 a.m. Whatever, you know, you get get out the door at 7. (laughs) You start, you get in your school at 7.30 a.m. You go to school until 3 p.m. You go, you have a half hour break. You go to sports. Right. You get picked up at 6 p.m. Right. You come home and And you you have have four hours of homework. Yeah. What? You don't have four hours. No, so sometimes said, you do. No, because you know what? Even if it's two hours, it takes four hours at that time because of the night. It's like, and because they're tired. Your brain is dead. Your bra- yeah. I'm slower at night. So I'm angry that we haven't figured out a way to do the school at school. Uh, is there a way to... Yes. He disagrees with me. Is but there a way I to feel go a 15-minute like, review of what we learned at school in this subject? I don't mind the reading. Ben, at the public school that you abhor uh they do have that <laughs> we couldn't get into yeah uh, right they, they um they have uh free periods for the kids to go to the library and do their work i have they have a free um and he uses that time to do his homework because he plays basketball too but it is how I, old I, is he though he's 14 because he's like planning it like, but he went to you know he learned how to do that i mean delta my kids went to this you know uh, so much homework, like so much, and it's I get it. He gets it too, but I don't get it. What I absolutely I don't get, get that there should be some homework. I understand that, some. I but not some. when you're like first through fifth. Like you got it. It's there's the thing they don't put the look, it's look. Getting I'm right. a fat guy. I don't want to work out. All right, I you know I have to work out a lot just to look out of shape. That's not fair. There has to be homework. Life I understand that. Do you want to go to? Do you want your son to go to university, Indiana University, a good state school? I'm not saying that. I'm gotta, saying that maybe there's, the, a there's a lot. The, here's Put the, the other thing. In the day, then. Put the figure out because this is why I talked to another mother about this who had six kids because I'm like, how do you deal? What in New York? Sudden, no, she lives in uh, oh, uh, Texas. And she said she's a radio show, and right. she said, mm-hmm. um, "Yeah, um, you know that's why I homeschool my kids. I'm like homeschooling. Mm-hmm. That sounds so hard." She's like, "It's much easier." She goes, "If I went to all these curriculum nights, I'd be shooting myself in the head." And I realized, I mean, I'm not going to do it obviously because I have no idea what I'm doing, but that you okay, can design first of your all, own. Those kids, I already know, are mental. If they're no, being, it's not. I don't, I don't know. I think, here's the other thing. There I, are groups of people. There's teachers that come over. There's other kids. They're all. I know, parents. but I, I think like it's that. great. That's great, Lauren. Lauren. No one Lauren, cares Lauren. what you think, Lauren. Yeah, exactly. Look, I yes, believe ma'am, may I have another? that there should be homework, but I think there's skills that they are not taught in school. Like they should be taught about money and how to deal with money. Right. They are yeah. not ever. No one in any public or private school teaches kids about the nature of money yeah. and that it doesn't grow on fucking trees. No, we talk but about it all the time. But did we know that as kids? Well, we discussed I, it. My, my daughter recently was doing this thing where she was signing up for stuff with no consequences. Right. So she was like, I signed up for clarinet. 
here's the places you can rent the clarinet. I'm like, who's paying for the clarinet? Oh, I have clarinet. I play clarinet in the orchestra, so if you need one. But all of a sudden, we're already paying for piano. I'm just telling you, this stuff costs money. You can't just rent. You can't ask. Yeah, but they're not. Okay. Th- that is a terrible fucking example. No, it's okay. not. Yes, it is. If it was like I'm, I signed up for like you know video games, like, that, that's they, fine. They, they want to sign up for cal- clarinet and she's piano. Adding, she's adding. No, I, I don't want to pay piano. for the arts. <laughs> I, but I said, but, but I, are I, you I, happy that that's what they're? Yes, yes, I am. But I'm saying, you know, you you're not paying yourself for this, so you need to come to me. You know, I'm the bank, right? I'm the really. Input. Yeah. So, oh my god. I'm sorry. Here's my account number. And I'd like to make yeah. a withdrawal. Well, that's all I <laughs> okay. Mean. I so like I a say, withdrawal. You can't just yeah. sign up for something without saying, you know, let's talk about this okay. with my mom and dad. Like, how am I going to add another thing to practice at night? So you're already overwhelmed. But you're certain, yelling right? at her. But now, Jim, what do you say? I talk to her nicely about oh, it. Oh, all right. Jim, yeah. do you say, great, I love that you want to do that. Talk to mom. Yeah, well, I think, look, I think the money is for the kids' education, right? So, but oh, that's, please. But I it's agree. different than me saying, yeah, yeah being open to the clarinet, but I don't have to go and figure out how we're going to rent it. Right. But I feel kids are like, they just think that they can, she didn't understand. Like, I, I think it was a very right, good thing. Right, but it's I also, but that's what they don't get. Like, that should be taught. That. I'm like, okay, so why don't, when you hand me this thing, rental thing, you need to understand that rental means money. So how much is it, you know, you should know what you're asking for. But don't, all right, don't you think, can we go back to the homeschooling? Because that yeah. freaks me out. I'm not saying I, I'm I doing mean, it. I'm I saying... know, but you, I was, I always thought if any, I swear to God, I thought this when yesterday, I'm like, I bet Jeannie would homeschool her kids if she could. Maybe. But you know, I mean, I just talked to another mother with a bunch of kids and she said she can design the timing, right? So she wants to start school at nine she starts school at nine but that's not how life works yeah well it does when we were in our job it does right you can decide when you start writing right but you know it's not how are they gonna i they'll they see that they see that in you guys that you know it's not we don't have regular hours but the world does i i don't know it's like on tour we they are kids Maybe we're damaging right. by doing that. By but being do like, you the get... world doesn't work the way our life works. Right. And I, same with me. Yeah. Like, I remember talking to Joan Rivers about it because, you know, my ex yelled at me because Ben used to wake up and every time I came home from a set. And yeah. she's like, who cares? And so he's tired. He doesn't have to be in a fucking pattern. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So anyway, um, so what? All right. So you do like you. You're co- so angry. No, I'm not. No, you no. co-host. I mean, you hosted that late show late, yeah, late, yeah, late, yeah. late. And you bring the kids out. Yes. Which was fucking hilarious. And, and all yeah. the things you do with the kids are hilarious. Mm-hmm. And we were in Montreal, the kids, yeah, hilarious. Yeah. Um, do they ever, are, are they ever like, no, I don't want it. No, that's a great point. Yeah. Look, the, here's the thing. We uh, bu- This all started with uh, Jeannie's from Milwaukee. So uh, I've always done shows in Milwaukee around New Year's Eve. So there's this small theater right. there and I do shows. And... One year we had this harebrained idea because I used to have material about my kids and right. I, there was that they would sing this song. I was raised with this song, uh, Gaffigan to the song Harrigan. 
Right. So G A double F I. And and so Jeannie, being the director, mm-hmm. organized the kids singing that. And some of it is, you know, kids are doing dance classes right. and stuff like that. It was just one kind of fun thing. Right. Some of it was so that they can see what I do for a living. Right. Some of it is so that they can experience what it's like to go on stage. Right, right. And so we did it. So we would do it once a year. Again, after every time we do it. It's it's very clear. Like if if a kid says I don't want to do they this, they don't have to do it. Like, they don't have to do it. And have they ever said I don't want to do it? No. The no. only experience we had was on the Late Late Show. Actually, the very first night, um, we tried to build in this. We flew to L.A. so that you know messes right. up a kid. And then we um, stayed at a hotel with uh, a pool. So that was kind of like fun right, for them, right? right but right. they were exhausted. Right. Yeah. So we brought the, and we had the whole thing. We're going to rehearse in the morning. Then our, at the time, one and a half year old or two year old is going to yeah. have a nap. Right. Yeah. And then we're going to do the show at night. Right. And so what happened was, is that uh, Foxworthy's show was right across the hall and there was like mm-hmm. a, a thousand seventh graders screaming right. their heads off. Yeah, so my kids graders. didn't take a nap. Yeah. So I had a kid going on stage who was like barely two years old to sing a song on TV right who was like a crab right apple. yeah so we um had the kids go out and he was like no uh-huh. I'm not going out mm-hmm. right so Jim was like you get him out there I'll beat that Say child unbelievable but, so but he, here's the thing here's the thing so my daughter picked him up my oldest daughter who oh was yeah awesome, I know picked him up and carried him out. I know. That yeah. was but here's here's the difference. The I mean, and because Jeannie and I do discuss this, it's like, look, I'm going to be uh, performing at Madison Square Garden, and I've brought it up to ki- the kids. Yeah. I'm like, do you guys want to open there? And Mari and Jack, eleven and nine. I mean, look, you can't ask a two year old, right, 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 right. Well, something. what did they say? Mar- and they yeah. said yes. But now, I said no because I can't. To good. Me, that's to right. me, it's like I. He's like, oh, how about the kids perform in Montreal? And I'm like, that's my job, you know. Yeah. Now I'm. Yeah. Why don't you ask Jeannie, and then ask the kids? I, I'm but, just like no, I have to I coordinate. Do. Like uh-huh. you know, You're it's so a whole different it. thing when you have <laughs> your kids on the set. Like my two year old is the two year old on the show. Probably right. too old to do now because he's three. Right. Yeah. So um, you can get a young kid. Asian child. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, I was just going to make a really... One of the ones that do, doesn't grow. Right. But it's like 30. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. that's good. So, um, that's a great disease to it's have. Funny. I know, what is that? Funny. Longevity. <laughs> thing? I, I don't know, It's yeah, that's hor- it's a horrible disease. Or The Orphan, that scary movie, The yeah. Orphan. Wait, I want to finish this, but I have right. to ask so. you another question. Hurry up. All right, so anyway, so quickly, um, you know, it's, I don't remember. Oh, your heart. It's like if you're the mother and your kid's out there, it's not just your nerves and your right. job. You have this whole other thing going on where, like, first of all, you're like, don't be mean to my kid, but just like, you don't want your kid to mess up the show. Right. And it's like all this crazy But Jim doesn't give a on. shit because all he thinks that's... about is fucking career. Yeah. Wow. First that of all, is... looking out for number one. First yeah. of all, first of all, um, all right, that's not true. First of all, I know, I them know, going kidding. on stage. Does give them a life experience, right? Um, but which they've now had, and they'll have really good college essays. And and no. by the way, it's not as if um, Madison Square Garden. But he okay. never, never discussed right. this with me. Huh? He just brought this up now in front of you. Like no you're a way. Counselor. Yeah. Oh my god, I That's love not it. True. When is never, when I is never Madison Square Garden? About, when is Madison December. Square? December. December twelfth. So kids have to rehearse. 
You know, is he running the rehearsals? Oh my God, Jim. I'll I just was it. complaining about homework. I'll open now for you. Now he's adding a rehearsal. Okay, so yeah, I know, Jeannie. You're gonna get whipped <laughs> on the way home. Men are bad. Okay, Jim. He's <laughs> such a little boy too, isn't he? He's such a little. All right, all right. I was gonna tell you, but you know you are. Uh, you know, first of all, I I call uh, bullshit on her and not knowing about it because I know that I've discussed it with her. It's so. absolutely not true. I be- what well, I believe, Jeannie. I believe, yeah. Jim. Women are good. You do. All right, Jim. That's his go-to. All right, Let, good, all right. We bad. have. She to... loves men. I do love men, but you're full of shit. Because I am sort of half guy. Like, I'm such a little boy sometimes. Like, yeah, no, I didn't do that. But, all right. The Pope. Yes. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of him. He says the Pope and looks the at us like, go. Yeah, and by yeah. the way, because don't I, throw that Pope under the bus. Because if you're going to say something negative about the Pope. I'm not saying anything okay, negative good. about the, I actually, as a Jew. Uh, Judy loves the Pope. I love the Pope. And I don't, be- and I think that Archbishop set up that whole thing with Kim Davis. It was her lawyers, right? He and didn't even know who she was. I know, he I know. You think that? I know that. Is using that against that Pope, who actually, but they didn't bring up the fact that he met with gay married couples. You know what? Well, he met with his uh, uh, someone who worked for him, to who's gay, for and his. I know because I read. People don't know; yeah. they read bullshit. So I like the Pope, and I loved that. So many people went to Central Park. I didn't. Um, and got felt, I mean, felt spiritual. And he talked about what Jesus talked about, which is the poor. And, you know, not that any of not them are going to change. Other right. Don't and be that, a dick. Right. And not, I, when he <laughs> said, don't be a dick, I was. That's biblical. Right. So you performed for him. I, I performed before him. I mean, it's. But did he hear? Did he say, "Great no. set, Jim"? No, I met <laughs> did him. Did he say? I met him after I did. I opened Wait. for the Pope Mobile. Okay, so, so what? Nice. How many minutes did you do? I did. Uh, I think it was fifteen. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. Um, did you do any Yom Kippur jokes or anything? I did a lot of Yom Kippur. Okay. jokes. Okay, so <laughs> Jeannie, you got to meet the Pope as well. No. Uh, no. No. But like Kim I fucking Davis gets to? No, I sacrificed my spot, my my meeting spot. Like, I might as well. Tell I the whole matter. story. So they I said you get him. two spots. I mean, spots. I was right yeah. there. You get I mean, two who, spots. Who and I said, the, like, and I brought Jeannie, uh, Jeannie, Jeannie and Jeannie's mom, who, by the way, is is like, she's already got early admissions to heaven. Like, she's that Catholic. Like, okay. she believes it. You know, she right. so has it. She walks I the said, Jeannie, you and Wheezy. That's Jeannie's mom's mm-hmm. nickname. Wheezy! Awesome. Yeah. 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 You go and meet the Pope. And then Jeannie's like, no, you need it. I was like, Jim needs to Ah, that's I amazing. Was like, I was right there. Like, it's like, it's like if you were with your son, right? And right. you were like, he was like, I really want to meet, you know. Clinton. Uh, Clinton. And you were right there, and you had like, let's say <laughs> it would be you, more like you know LeBron, <laughs> LeBron. Well, let's say it's LeBron. He said, I'm, "I'm trying to second him." You know what I mean? Right. You're denying him's reality. Right. Uh-oh. Right. Oh no. so, shit. So anyway, so he says LeBron, and That's... you say, "Oh my God, I got my son into I got my son into meet LeBron." And but your son's the one who's next to you shaking hands with LeBron. You still met LeBron too, right? Yeah. Right. But your son is the one who shook hands with LeBron. That's so there fine. Was two handshakes. There was Jim and your mother and well, Weezy. And I just put Weezy in front of me and I said, Weezy's gotta yeah. do it. She's seventy something. Yeah. So when you touched the Pope, yes. did you feel anything? <laughs> um Was it as electric? Besides IBS. Right. And was it but 
but so, like, was it equal to putting those two hands on the wall? Uh, and the, oh, that yes. was and, powerful. And, I did that. No, the wall when he was kissing you the first time. Go. Oh, oh. yeah, that's interesting. We Wait, did you go to the like wall in Israel? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I sobbed, I was sobbed at the wall. Yeah, go. That, that's um, a powerful wall. Yeah, go. Uh, <laughs> it's a powerful wall. I have to wall. teach you know, in five minutes. You go. have to understand, I none of the experience, and this is not false humility, is like I felt like I didn't belong. That's what I felt like. Mm-hmm. I felt like this is very awkward. Who like, asked you to go on open for him? Uh, the Archbishop of Philadelphia. And so it was a very awkward thing. Look, it's like I'm. You know, I mean, you're I in with like, like major players. showbiz assholes. Yeah. You know who represent you probably, and then the archbishop. Archbish- because you know why people are happy that our show is not ashamed to say that these people have faith. The people, the our our family on the show. It's not about it, but in the background, there's stuff. Right. So like when I did Celebrity Wife Swap, okay. Yeah. We had Shabbat dinner. Yeah. And, and I bet people appreciated that. I think we looked like the North. And Elisa went to live with Penn Jillette and they're atheists. And they they well, essentially mocked her. <laughs> no, they were like, no, this is. And she was really upset. But I like that. Right. I do. I think that. And by the way, because I people also are like, think, oh, it's magic, magic right. God. You know, that's, that. that's interesting because I think there is something about. Um, I mean, that's why I love comedians. I mean, comedians, whether... I mean, look, Penn is a devout atheist, right. but, and he's a magician. But, like, comedians, it's like, I have friends that are part of Occupy Wall Street. I have friends right. that are libertarians. Right. I have all these different types of people. Me too, yeah. Because we're misfits. And right. that's really what all human being beings are. Right. And so it's like, I spent most of my adult life being an atheist. Right. It's like, you know, it's not... Um, it's what it is personally. Right? Like, it's whatever like, you have like, faith when in. I, when I think of Judy Gold, Amen. I don't think like, oh, a devout religious Jewish woman. I funny. think of like Judy Gold. Right? Oh, God damn it, Jim. <laughs> I love that. You know? I'm not devoutly. Re- I mean, but it's a big part of who I am. And I like the traditions. And I was brought. Yeah, I don't know. It's just. You keep the traditions. Right. I like it. Yeah. It, but, but you also believe that there's. I have faith. I definitely have faith. It's a leap. Like, do you talk to your mother? Is that too much for me to ask? I sometimes I do, yeah, yeah. Because I I, I would, say hi and yeah. Like, oh, what am I going through today? Like, right. It's like, I said to Elisa the other day because I had the worst day. I said, "Do you think my mother's mad at me?" Because I have I had I I didn't put her jewelry. She I, she I got some jewelry and I I didn't put it away properly. <laughs> I swear to God. Yes. Shut up. Um. So I have to go teach. I want to yeah. talk to you forever. What? I, I'm wondering when my pickup was. Oh, shut up! Okay. <laughs> He's looking at his I'm, Apple Watch. I'm fancy. Ten thirty. Wait, so thirty. It's, it's so you met the. We did the Pope. Did you feel anything standing next to the Pope? Yeah, of course I did. did I and no one said the TV with that. Right. Thing. So wait, Jim, stop looking at your phone. Did you? Yeah. Uh, no one. Did anyone from the Catholic Church say, "Good set, Jim"? Um. Yeah. <laughs> And also yeah. with now yeah. we're well, getting invited to do all these. I mean, it's like almost too much. It's like, well, we're not. Well, you know, you have to understand. Catholic, it's you know? like it's a no. As a comedian, you know this. It's like there's certain things that are no win situations. Right. So I was essentially performing for a million people on the Ben Franklin Parkway. Right. Mm-hmm. But did the, you get laughs? The, I got some. Yeah. 
but the area I was performing to was empty. So it wasn't a back and forth thing. So there was like screens. Uh, you understand There was screens all over. It was like kind of doing it for uh, so It was like people. you're like backstage and they're watching you sort of on a screen. It's the equivalent yeah. of like, say yeah. you're opening for someone, but the headliner is not there. So everyone's in at the bar at Caroline's. Right, I got you. So you're yeah. there, but the screens are on. I got you. Yeah. And so I was like... Oh, like, oh, what's going on in that room? And they're yeah. all... Yeah, okay. People were so, texting me backstage. I couldn't even hear Jim. And they were saying, oh, Jim's on CNN. He's so right. funny. And I'm like, great, because I can't hear it. Yeah. But it was But uh, you know what? I make a lot of money doing Jew gigs. And you should do the Catholic gigs. We do, but it's like you. There's no money in the Catholic gigs. It's not about money. Oh, the Jew gigs. They're good. And I can curse. Listen, we ask every guest this. Yes. And I know the answer. Do you think you know the answer? Yeah. I think I know the answer. Yeah, I think I do too. Well, do you want to have a force nervous? Look, you have. Are you guys on any antidepressants or any meds of that? I'm taking Benadryl right now. That's not, that doesn't work. Go. I'm on Prozac. You are? Yes, I thought you weren't going to be on anything. Me too. (laughs) I love Jim. I love Jim. I love Jim, Jim, Jim. You know, that makes you gain weight, the Prozac. It does. I'm on the well-being. But you know what? I brought that up. I brought that up and Uh, the guy was like, believe me, it's it's very a small amount. Oh, please. Don't you look at my fucking stomach. He was like, he was like, Jim. No, that's so, so nice great. Try. I'm so happy, Jim. Yeah. No, that it's so... hard being a comic. I mean, it's a, do you go into the depressive state or the? It comes out as anger. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like he'll just you... be angry at everything. And right? I'm like, Did you take your Prozac? <clears throat> the anger Not is knowing that it takes like 30 days to kick. I don't. Yeah, yeah. I, I think told it's like that for I years. think it's like yeah. a you know a, a chill pill. You know. Well, it, it's the other thing is anger. It. What did my therapist say? It's it's um displaced sadness it's fear also. and fear yeah. yeah that's how it yeah it's Ooh, easier to be yeah, angry me, when you're when you're mean to me now i'm gonna have sympathy for I've you i've never been mean to her <laughs> oh yeah and right, oh my god we gotta go all right, right listen can i say thank you so much i love you i really can will you come on again yes i would i could talk to you for hours i, I love you guys jim look at him he's so annoying jim thank you uh by the way i want to say Jim's T-shirt. We yes. we have a sponsor Kate's, who is so great. Downstairs. No, keep going, Jim. We can we can do it, but later. We yeah, we're gonna sure. do it later. Uh, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna be. Uh, yeah, I gotta I'll go right teach. Down. Okay. Oh, good, Jim. Thanks. Oh, that was Jim on the phone because he's so important. Going to another. Podcast. That was Steven Spielberg. Ooh. Wow. No, it wasn't. I know. It was the driver. I know. Um, <laughs> thank you guys so much. Thank I can't you. thank you enough. This I I adore both of you. And respect you, and um, I hope it's mutual. Yes, obviously, and we're having obviously. you back on the show too. So oh, schedule. Wait, did everyone hear that? <laughs> you heard it here first, um, folks. You, I thank you. I thank I really you. thank you for being on Kill Me Now, sure. and I'm so happy Jim's on Prozac. If you saw the meds I took this morning, you would feel sorry for me. Anyway, uh, Lauren, thanks for not talking. It's my mom's birthday. Today. Happy birthday! Happy birthday! Will you guys sign an autograph for her? Oh, God, shut up. She loves you both. Shut up. You're driver, and I have to go teach. Um, Thank you all for listening to Kill Me Now. So long! 
and uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Mm -hmm. 